0: this Belmont Stakes edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP for up to $1,000 in bonus bets, plus, deposit this week, and you'll get a $10 free bet for the Belmont Stakes. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. Russell brought to you by SGPN College Football Tournament. We're simulating a real college football playoff that you can bet on. Games are live every Saturday and Sunday night in June. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast slash cft for all the details at sportsgamblingpodcast dot slash cft. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up six weeks free over to aceperhead dot slash sgp. That's aceperhead dot slash sgp. Finally. We're brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full line of premium smokable CBD. Now, shipping legally to all 50 states. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get 15% off. That's K U S H Y Dreams.com, promo code S G P. You're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast exclusively on SGPN. Let It Ride. Fucking shine Ooh! Welcome, everyone, to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer dog?
1: i was just getting angry with my computer over here.
0: Oh no! <clears throat> what do we got? Get technical issue?
1: No, just the transition thing. To, you know, okay. what did, didn't work as scheduled.
0: Whatever. <laughs> doesn't matter. Kramer doesn't matter because we have an awesome night. We're taping this on a Thursday, going to be out on a Thursday. This is the Belmont stakes podcast. Of course, Thursday and Friday night, we're doing the Madden Sims Saturday and Sunday, the college football tournament elite eight that's heating up so much going on. And uh, yeah, we just taped the interview with our new uh, horse racing contributor. From England. Oh, and, and dare I say it, a star is born, Kramer. <laughs> guy nailed it. And uh, again, it's just fun um, to hear a, hear a dude talk about horse racing with an accent. Yeah,
1: brought a tear to my eye, just like Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga.
0: And of course, he's a fellow DJ. And if oh. you're a DJ like Malcolm or us, make sure you go to mybookie.ag, the presenting sponsor of this podcast. Special uh, deal they got going. If you use the promo code SGP, sign up. Not only do you get that deposit bonus up to $1,000, but you also get a $10 free bet. That's right, $10 completely free in the race book. So maybe like some of the picks we give out here, maybe like, uh, I don't know, you got your own thing going on. Whatever it is, $10 free bet. Head over to mybookie.ag, use a promo code SGP. And of course, if you want to bet on the college football tournament, that simulated games, the Madden. Uh, Thursday and Friday night sims we got going on in June. You can bet there. Future all your bettings, there are futures
1: for the college football tournament, which is mm-hmm. awesome, which and, is crazy. And,
0: and and I'm already looking at. Well, you know, what Kramer. Let's let's break down the college Quick football break it down. Yeah. Uh, tournament odds after we talked to oh. our, our boy Malcolm. Oh, <laughs> you teased me too. Even Kramer felt for the tease. You're hearing the music. You're talking about horse racing. Sports are back, baby. They are. UFC going on golf. My boy uh Bud hitting a couple birdies there in the Heritage uh RBC Heritage uh, Classic. I don't know. Whatever it is. Sports are coming back. NBA about to happen. If you're looking to book some action, make sure you go to slash sgp That's slash sgp Get up to 6 weeks free. Again, you don't have to know anything about being a bookie. They set you up. They take care of you. slash sg G P. Joining us on the line, newest contributor over at Sports Gambling Podcast, horse racing expert Malcolm Bamford. Malcolm, how's it going, man?
2: Good evening, gents. How are you doing?
0: Yes, good evening. Of course, we're taping this uh, West Coast time, like three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. And uh, you, of course, are over. Uh, you're overseas there. Where, where exactly are you calling from?
2: I'm in Newcastle, which is northeast England, not far from the Scottish border. Uh, it's particularly unpleasant. Um, <laughs> the weather, obviously, it's a beautiful place, uh, but it's not much but It's about twenty to midnight, so yeah, it's getting on a bit, nearly bedtime. But happy to stay up to talk to you, gents.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, appreciate you staying up and and talking ponies. Where uh, just a little bit uh, before we get into some pics here for the Belmont. What's your what's your kind of uh, background? When it comes to horse racing, I know you've you've written about it uh, overseas there, but what what got you into the sport and how long have you been following it?
2: Well, I'm a I'm a DJ born and bred, <laughs> man and boy. I well, man and boy, I'm a DJ. And I used to sit with my granddad and every time my grandma would complain about him having a bet, he would say, "If I don't have a bet every day, how do I know if I'm in the middle of a winning streak?" Which I've used that quote I've now used that quote for 45 solid years. Like, so I've got low. Yeah. I always watch the racing. I've got a local track. Newcastle is about a mile away. Um, yeah. And I've just always, always enjoyed it. I I'll, I'll bet other things like my football, we got the premier league back here last night. Uh, Everything I know about the NFL, I learned from you two. So I, I don't know where that stands—if that stands me in good stead or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, and and yeah, quick sidebar: we put out kind of like an open casting for people who know horse racing and, and can write about it on the site. And then you hit us up, and and uh, the email address—I looked back, and and you, or you mentioned it in your email as well—that you were one of the—you, uh you, I think you were one of the winners of uh, a free roll football contest.
2: Right. I have got my hoodie on right now. I didn't know if we would have <laughs> pictures tonight, so I put my hoodie on. I'm re- I'm representing. But yeah, yeah. I think I went 13 and 13, two and one in week 10 or 11. We, oh, that's um, awesome, we, man.
1: We have done a Four. great. We have a great track record of mentoring, <laughs> mentoring <laughs> some Brits looking to get involved, expand their D-gen horizon.
0: Well, exactly. Absolutely. And of course, uh we, we just put out a EPL returns podcast. Our boy Billy Bajate is covering all the footyball on the <laughs> network feed as well. So there's Billy went,
2: Billy went two and zero last night, so he's off he's started where he left off again. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And we he's go. he's
0: stuck in a hot shake right now. So if you're looking to play a little EPL, make sure you check out his podcast and the site. So getting getting back to the horse racing, what what's the horse racing like uh scene over there in the in the United Kingdom? Do you guys or do they have major events in the, like in a Triple Crown format? Is there just a league? How, how does that kind of break down?
2: It's it's the same but different. We they follow the same kind of pattern. So all the three year olds, the, the Belmont at the weekend is the first of the the big three year old races, the classics of the year, and um, we'll follow the same pattern. And as we go through the year, they'll, there's some large international meetings. So our three year olds will come across the Breeders' Cup, the Dubai World Cup, and things like that. Um, I think the main difference is that in America it's all on nearly always a dirt track. It's yeah. left-handed. Um, where the, in Britain there's such a huge array of race courses. There's right-handed courses, left-handed courses, uphill, downhill. There's really tight tracks. There's big galloping tracks. So there's a lot of, it tends to be more situational in this country, um, where in the U S they use a lot of speed figures. They use a lot of, um, it's not necessarily true handicapping because they're all, it's just left hand down one corner. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's the same, but different. And say our three-year-olds, it's a good competition. Actually, when we get to the breeders cup at the end of the year, the Europeans will come across the French will bring some horses. And then you've got the Japanese and the Australians and the Irish always bring a load of horses and they always said, you get out. Um, in the it's normally about November time, I think, isn't it? The Breeders' couple over there.
1: Yeah, it's in the fall, and and Sean, I've actually had someone compare it to NASCAR versus Formula One in mm. terms of horse racing over yeah. there versus horse racing here. It's true. Like our races are are three bre- three kinds. Well, basically two kinds. It's either a straight track or a track where you turn left. And yeah, sometimes there's stupid fucking trotters. Um, do you guys <laughs> have trotters over there, by the way?
2: Um, no. Yeah.
1: See, they they have a fig, Again, <laughs> once again, we're a bunch of
0: hillbillies just
1: turning Suck left. in the past. <laughs> anyway, sorry, so, just ch- checking in
2: time, there. It gets quite. It, if I'm having a, a late night bet when all the family have gone to bed, um, <laughs> you can't get you can't access the stream of the race until you've had a bet. So I don't know the names of the courses or anything. So I'll pick a horse, I'll put my two dollars on, and then the stream will pop up. And it's the trotting, and it's the worst <laughs> thing. Yeah, the, t- the,
0: the trotters are clearly, and Kramer I'm, always brings up that it's probably the most. If there is if there is a rigged sport, it's it's definitely the most. Well, rigged growing long.
1: up in New Jersey, the Meadowlands were a staple. It's this this concrete parking lot built in the middle of swamps with a with a couple <laughs> stadiums and a horse track, and we were able to get in there. I mean, argue I think I was as early as young as fourteen or fifteen. We were going to this track, seeing horrible degenerate things, as you describe. <laughs> yeah. pe- the same people there all the time, but it was a trotter track and the things that we used to see, we used to see heavy favorites. The jockey would foot would, would fall out. It was just a fix. <laughs> and I, ah, yeah, I don't know. We, we recently were betting on some horses and we accidentally got involved with some trotters and I just, I lost it. It's just, it's yeah. not,
0: it's, it's not pure. If you're, if you're in on the fix, it's great, but otherwise stay away from the trotters. All right. Bringing it back to the Belmont Saturday. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited. It's, it's the first leg of the triple crown. I know it's just, again, we're we're star for sports, but this is always a, it's always a fun time to get involved in these. Uh, you did a nice write up over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, breaking down some of the, uh, uh, or actually a bunch of the horses. One of the uh, descriptions that really stuck out at me when you were breaking down one of the horses, his name is Dr. post. Uh, I think currently he's like eight to one over at mybookie.ag. And and if you haven't signed up there, make sure you do it. Use that promo code SGP. You get a ten dollar free bet on the Belmont in the uh, little racetrack area of the site. You you described Dr. Post ran like a huge baby winning the unbridled <laughs> stakes at Gulfstream. What is that is what do you mean by that exactly?
2: Um naive. The horse was naive. Everything that happened in the race seemed to surprise him. I don't know what he was expecting. He was having a day out. And the next thing, bosh, <laughs> off the go. Um, and he just seemed surprised by everything. There was, a, there was a horse on this side. There was a horse. On, he was having a look around. It was just... Um, and the longer the race went on, you could sort of physically see when the penny dropped. And you could say, all right, I get it. And then he took off like he'd been shot out of a cannon and won by about four lengths. So coming into this race on Saturday, he'll know a lot more. This is the whole thing. You were talking on your on the QB um, pod a few days ago about the transition from year one to year two, you were talking Danny Dimes and all that trash. Um, (laughs) And this is what these horses are doing. They're going from the two year old year to the three year old year. So this horse has learned so much in that race. And he did, he he was like, say he was looking around, he was getting buffeted. He got called for speed. He just seemed surprised by everything. So he's going to turn up. That was an education. Um, He's going to turn up this Saturday knowing a hell of a lot more than he did. and that there's there's a few in this race that uh so that similar thing applies to.
0: Well, yeah, and th- and that's a that's a great transition point. Of course, tis the law. He's the favorite, and, and you're. I think uh, you know it's like four to five. It's it's hanging around even money, and you even pointed out it's not it's not fun to bet the favorite. You know, it's it's not a bet for the working man. Make the case for why tis the Law is, is such a huge favorite.
2: Tis the law. There's a couple of things when this boiled down to because there's not been an awful lot of racing. um, This was actually quite a straightforward race to look at. And I don't mean straightforward in that it's easy to pick the winner, but there weren't many jigsaw pieces to put together because there hasn't really been enough to cloud the issue. Tis the Lord's got the form in the book. Um, He's the only grade one winner in the race. Everything he does looks effortless. He's been working really well. The connections are sounding confident. So everything that you know, rock solid facts point towards Tis the law. The second part of it is what we just talked about with the likes of Dr. Post. And the other one I put up was max player. Um, these are horses that you want to improve to be able to challenge Tis the law. So you pay your money and take your choice. Do you take the one where it's got form in the book or do you look for something that is going to improve? Cause undoubtedly there's some improvers in this field. And with a big gap in their Four months since they've sort of trained and ran, and there's a there's a big gap in the form book, which isn't normally there. So it's ripe for a surprise.
0: Well, yeah, and and you make that case. I know Max Player twenty five to one. You kind of highlighted him as as one of the longer shots that you like. He's coming in well rested. He hasn't raced since February first, and it seems like just from reading all the all the stuff on the Belmont, there's that whole rest versus rust. The same thing we see when when there's a long layoff, like does the rest help them or does it hurt them? What, what do you think? The the rest is going, will it help a, a horse, Wait, like Max horse player? Which
1: horse? Matt. Oh, I, I heard. Did you not hear this late breaking news that this, this horse was per- allegedly participated in the Kyrie Irving call oh, really? and is looking <laughs> to rally the horses. They're going to have
0: their own race.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, no, that's me. great. Uh,
0: <laughs> but uh yeah. Malcolm, what do you think is rest going to help these horses or, or, or is it going to hurt? And of the ones you think it's going to help, which ones stand out to you?
2: That's something I never know about because I see it in little write-ups all the time. Every time there's a race, you get the race in post, you read the race card and it'll say about a horse goes well, fresh, which means it's won before, after a layoff. Um some horses run two or three times a year. Other horses, you can flog to death 12, 13 runs a year. So you get some. They're like they're not machines, but they're like people. You'll get like a, a Christian McCaffrey type, Derek Henry. You run them all day, they will just get up and keep on running. Or you get a real fragile type. So really, that no one knows. That's that's the sort of thing the trainer and probably the trainer doesn't even know. It's the sort of thing a, someone who's guessing would say, "Oh, that horse runs well fresh." Um, or that horse doesn't run well fresh. And really it's such a small sample. um, You, you'd be guessing, like, I'm not going to sit here and and guess that's not my job,
1: Sean, I I do. I do find it interesting because the Belmont of course is usually the last race and typically they have the, the, the ramp up in distance. So there's a stamina question here, which I would imagine would, uh, when handicapping the race, like is that just the, a complete wild card? Because we I, a, a number of these horses, we're not really sure, right?
2: Well, that's the thing with the the reason they've moved this race back to nine furlongs is because during the year there's a natural progression. The, the horses are getting old and they're getting stronger. They're still only three, so in four months from now, that's another ten percent of their life they've added on. They're yeah. stronger. They they know a little bit more, as we talked about in education before. So the usual progression the classics in England are they'd run over a mile in April or May. They then step up to a mile and a quarter in the summer. And in the autumn is when they'll take the mile and a half races on, which is exactly what we're doing here. So the racing authorities actually I think have done quite a good job in dropping this to the nine furlongs. Um and then they'll step up as the year goes on. There are undoubtedly some horses who would be better at the mile and a half. Um, I mentioned that Farmington Road needs a little bit further. Modernist needs a little bit further. I think they'll have their day, but they might be in the autumn. These um, The two-year-olds, so they'll have run ra- last year, they'll have ran at anything up to a mile. Um, so they're sort of coming back at the distance they're used to. So, yeah, I know what you mean. The, they'll have been trained with the classic distances in mile, uh, the the mile and a half. But due to unforeseen circumstances, they haven't been able to do that. Um So there'll be some horses in here uh, taking that chance at the shorter distances.
1: Well, and Sean, I mean, I don't. Teaser alert! I'm I'm going to have some action on Max Player because you know I'm a big Rosario fan. He's he, he's he's a, he's a, he's I a, know a that special you, place in my heart. And as someone who does not see color or gender now, Sean, Ooh. I am now rooting <laughs> for the first female trainer. Oh wow! I mean, if Linda Rice and Max Player take it home, first female trainer ever. To win the Belmont. So.
0: Well, yeah, I'm also on Max Player. Malcolm uh, <laughs> sold me, and it, you know, 25 to one, 20 to one, whatever. It and just at. so
1: Malcolm knows, it's it's an honor and a privilege when Sean copies your pick. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> that that was that was on my list. Another one uh, that we haven't broken down that I like that's on my list: the giant dog, uh, four left right now. My bookie <laughs> has him at 40 to one. I, I did a little research. Uh, from what I gather, he's done his best work on dirt. He's put in two very strong morning drills over a track. He uh, already proved a liking for when winning last spring and he's well rested. He's on that dirt. And you kind of mentioned the the difference in tracks. I think he's also a, a horse from overseas that they brought over in June. They've been working him out, getting him ready Four left at 40 to one. That's my play. It's Doug
1: O'Neill. We like him, right? He's willing to skirt the line of cheating.
0: Might be juicing him up. Put something in the oats. What do you What do you think about uh, four left as a as a long shot there, Malcolm?
2: Well, I I think they must have supplemented this horse, and I mean, they might paid extra to enter it late (laughs) because it wasn't in the original field. So they have an entry date. And if you don't enter it by that date, you can enter it afterwards, but it costs you something like $15,000. So when I did my write up on well, Monday, Sunday, I can't remember. um, This horse wasn't in the field. Oh. So they obviously come along and paid for it to get in. So if it's worth 15 grand entry fee, they're not just taking it for the day out. So I wouldn't put you off at all. And like I say, there's, Something this this race hasn't been a graveyard for favorites, but there's been some fancy prices as well. I think there was a run of five years out of six where there were double-figure prices. So yeah, don't be frightened of the fancy prices, Sean.
1: I mean, also I would imagine using any store sort of historical reference for the Belmont Stakes would be useless because there there are often those you know massive favorites, but not necessarily because uh, they're a great horse. But there's no horses running. The Belmont will often often have a very tiny field, so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm intrigued. I'm obviously gonna go crazy as I've advertised on this <laughs> show. I may have a large sum of money in an account somewhere, mybookie.ag promo code SGP uh, from the Ryan McKee Zoom horse racing yeah, birthday party. Fun. And I, I, why not? We're gonna be watching college football on the college football tournament, Sean. While I guess this is gonna be a pregame to that.
0: Yeah, right? perfect, perfect warm up. We'll be doing the, uh, the the simulated game Saturday night, but watching this in the afternoon any uh any horses that do you feel like a, a stay away like no chance just not a good matchup here a- anyone that we should stay away from throwing in a trifecta or or, or just playing them out right
2: there's one that I didn't want um and that was solely volante only because hes he's just been busy recently and he had I think he ran ten days ago um and then they've struggled actually to get him to New York. Uh, they, there was an issue with the train. And what made me laugh in one of the companies, they, they FedExed the horse to New York. Now, <laughs> in my head, that, they, were, they were taping it into a box. Well, they obviously <laughs> haven't done that, but they've, they, they've had to FedEx the horse across. Um, and he's a, he's a closer. He's All the closers need looking running. So there was just a lot of things that have to go right. The horse will have to come back. We talked about the rest versus um, a horse that's had a, a recent run. So it's ran ten days ago. It's been FedExed across the country <laughs> and it's gotta come from the back. So there's a lot of things that need to fall in place. I think that's second favorite at the moment, nine to two, and that was the one that um I would be staying away from. Karen, I like I like that. Any
0: any uh, any other horses you like that you, you've already identified that you're gonna throw in there? Well, no, shall- well, I, well yeah, sorry, go
1: on. no, no. I was just gonna say, honestly, like we we kind of buried the lead. Max Player was gonna be my guy down the down the list. Um, completely not copied, by the <laughs> way. So I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I like your angle on 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 four left, uh, but for me, it, this is where things get dangerous. I have a large amount of equity to put down on the race. Yes, I'm gonna be putting a large amount of equity on the favorite.
0: Yeah, as I'm just kind I'm gonna
1: I mean, I, I would say if you're if you're asking me, hey, what are you doing from a trifecta perspective? Yeah, I mean, six six, three, a one, tap it to wind feels very hashtag nosebeers. Um I feel like this is the the D Gen horse here. It's on the post. When (laughs) I saw tap it to win, I just thought of no. Like I just thought of a horse doing cocaine. Like if we (laughs) if someone could do Photoshop out there, like this this horse could be the nose beer hero. Hey, Uh,
0: whatever it takes to win that Belmont. John
1: Velasquez is the jockey. Another jockey I I I fancy. Um, But yeah, I, I I would say one. Three six, and uh, you know, I guess I'm giving a ha- almost half the horses, but if you're at uh, gun to my head, superfecta, give me an eight, eight one, three six. Right. Eight one, three six. There
0: you go. So, <laughs> I, I'm also going to throw a couple bucks on the favorite just to cover my two lo- longer shot <laughs> bets. So, I'm also uh, gonna have a nice little chunk on max player, and of course, my super. Big dog four left. So so the race is pretty late over there.
2: Yeah, I, I guess. About eleven o'clock. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I'd be able to watch it. And uh, I saw a little advert on one of the sports channels that I have access to and they were advertising it at eleven o'clock on Saturday night, so that's perfect for me. Like happy get a few uh get a few beers and stuff and I assume the rest of the card will be on before that, so I should be able to get stuck right into it.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. So you gave out the couple here, uh, Max Player, Doctor Post. Those are some you like, and it sounds like you're also going to be on the favorite a little bit. What other? Uh, do you have any other plans for getting down at the Belmont?
2: No, that is me. This, this is what I didn't you see. You American types like all this crazy exotic thing, like
0: you're just
2: shouting numbers out there. One, yeah. five, seven. We don't do this. We have a look pick a horse and we'll bet it if it's a bigger price, we'll bet it each way, which I think is what win plays show you would do. Yep. And that we very, very rarely, I mean, I'm I think, speaking for all British people. We very rarely put an exact or So I was conscious of that when I, when I wrote the article was that to sort of put, put the favorite in just think it's, it might be far too good for them. And if it is, then you need to have something in with it. So you you need to know what's chasing it home. So, yeah, bio exactors or a, a trifecta with uh, the three uh, Max player, Dr. Post, and Tis the Law would be the three for me.
1: That's the first thing. You know how they give logic tests before you come into the NSA or the CIA, right? The logic tech test for the D only would be. Oh, you have a minus 135 <laughs> favorite you feel really good about. Do you, A, bet it straight
0: or throw it you in a trifecta? Something. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a lot of fun, uh, Malcolm, and uh, appreciate you calling in. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter, at Mal underscore B underscore sport. Check out his blog, and I know you do some uh, stuff for Live Sports FM. Give them a follow. Check that out as well. Malcolm, appreciate your time, and uh, good luck with the race
2: it's been loads of fun. I look forward to it uh, and we'll do it again soon. Thank you
0: again. Malcolm killed it. Make sure you give him a follow. Make sure you check out cushy dreams, smokable CBD. Uh, my wife says uh, she was, she's been firing up the CBD pre-rolls with her morning mm. coffee. Big fan of it gets, gets the old brain going. And it it is a kind of feels like decaf weed where you get some of the benefits of, uh, of weed without the downside of being high. When you, when you, uh, you know, there's sometimes where you can't downside? be high. Exactly. Sometimes you just want that CBD experience and cushydreams.com promo code SGP 15% off. And the prices are pretty cheap. I, I think the pre-rolls only a few dollars per smokable flowers. Great Kramer. I know you're a huge advocate,
1: peace and love, peace and love. I mean, I, I it just, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. Unlocks
0: my potential, Sean. <laughs> so CushyDreams.com promo code SGP. Before we wrap things up, Kramer, we push for it. Our boys over at mybookie.ag hooked us up. They got us. Futures for the college football tournament. I'm loving management right now. Exactly. We're we're firing on all cylinders, much like when you have a uh when you have a cup of coffee in that uh, creative uh, CBD pre-roll from Cushy Dreams, everything coming into place. Kramer, throw out a uh, pull up the futures, and what do you what do you like in here in the NCA future market?
1: Well, if you head over to my bookie and you click on that sports sims, uh, you'll see yes. NCAA football sims, and then the outrights here. the LSU leading the pack, plus two hundred. Clemson plus two fifty. Ohio mm. State plus three fifty. Oklahoma plus four fifty, Georgia f- and Utah five to one. Wow, Utah five to one. That uh, I I thought I think that might have come down. Perhaps it's that ninety seven rating. I think they they tout Baylor nine to one. Sean still value value on your Bears.
0: I, I, I'm 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 heading over there. I'm getting involved in oh, Baylor Ohio nine to one.
1: beatable and <laughs> very very beatable. I mean you saw the that they lo-
0: they almost lost outright after being what? Like a 20, it, it closes like a 24 point favorite, almost lost. It's kind of crazy. And now Baylor, a very, I think very winnable path. Cause if they can, if they can take down Ohio state, then they play the winner of Clemson, Notre Dame. And then they're they're yeah. in, If they can get past that, they're in the championship. So I, I think a very, very makeable path to the final, uh it's It's so. the
1: easier side of the bracket for sure. Because it's really about Clemson. And Clemson's the team that's gonna derail them. I think if anyone derails them, let's take a look to but, Saturday. But
0: I do think if they beat Clemson, they're winning it all. That's what oh, I'm feeling. Oh like. Wow.
1: We'll see. Well, and of course, remember, I believe we touted touted that next week, next round, the final four games will be held at a neutral location. So yes. perhaps a bowl game or two. Saturday night, 5.00 PM on the West coast, 8.00 PM on the East coast, Utah heads to LSU six and a half is the spread Sean. 54 is the total let's make, we should just make our picks now. So Colby has no influence. He's not here.
0: (laughs) Oh man. So wait, sorry. Utah LSU
1: LSU is minus six and a half.
0: I'll take LSU at minus six and a half. Okay. What are you, what are you looking for the late games? you, you, you pick on the late game, Oklahoma, Georgia. I'll, I'll
1: defer and just give me Clemson on the Sunday games.
0: Okay. So you want, Oh, and I get Notre Dame. Yes, please. You can pick whatever you want. Notre Dame getting 10. Thank you. All right. And then of course I'll also take Baylor. So I both dogs. And then, uh, why don't I go both chalk Saturday? We'll keep that simple. So will take, take road Oklahoma.
1: Chalk, Oklahoma.
0: Oklahoma minus three okay. in Georgia. That's uh, you didn't a little wanna,
1: steep. You didn't want to go full blown SEC on Saturday? So I have, just for, for the record, I have Utah, gonna do some soaking. And then I have Georgia. And then I have Clemson. Yeah which Georgia, sorry, Georgia's three point home dog, 58 on the total Notre Dame at Clemson Clemson minus 10 52 is the total Baylor at Ohio state, Ohio state minus three and a half is the total.
0: Oh yeah. I just saw that was three. Or I'm and a sorry. Half.
1: Three and a half. 54 is the total.
0: So yeah, gimme Baylor plus three and a half Notre Dame plus 10 Oklahoma minus three LSU minus six and a half tie that all to tis the law. And a little parlay action there. Oh man, it's the juices are flowing. Gambling's back.
2: Hashtag and
0: only. Let's go, Kramer. Any before we go, any any future plays you want to throw out there for the college football market?
1: I mean, if I'm if I'm going to take if I'm going to take a stab on a team, it's it's it, it's probably Clemson. I oh we played some. It's probably Clemson.
0: All right, that,
1: that's what I'm saying.
0: So you're taking a shot over at Clemson, and of course, check out. uh well, and real
1: quick, Sean, if yes. you are listening to this on Friday, we will be in the booth Friday night calling some Madden games. Uh, of course it's now week three.
0: Yeah. So w- with the Madden schedule, we're picking like the primetime games of each week. We're now in simulated week three. Uh, and, and that's why you're seeing like Miami at Jags. Uh, Cause that was the Thursday night game. And then we picked the Sunday night game, the Monday night game, and then whatever the big Sunday afternoon game is. But, uh, yeah. And of course, if you want to check up on the tournament, see where you are with your bracket, just go to slash CFT. Kramer. I think that's all we got, Sean. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And for the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Say
1: it with me. Tap it all to win. Hashtag nosebeers.
0: Kramer. Let it ride.